Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fitness Candor Podcast. I am joined today by Marie Kunkel-Warsham. She is the new Cincinnati starting strength head coach. Um, she just got offered the, the official gig in January of this past year. And I think as many of you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, or at least the past couple of months, um, you know, starting into getting back into barbell training, I'm laying in bed one night, I flip open my phone, I'm starting strength website, looking at articles, and I see starting strength Cincinnati. So of course, you know, that's kind of like what has started the most recent podcasts. And then Marie gets the job here. And I, I, uh, kind of a funny thing though, she, when I, when I interviewed uh, the owner of, of the Cincinnati starting strength facility, she reached out and said, Hey, great, great, great uh, podcast. And I didn't realize that she was going to be, uh, the coach at the time. So let me kind of backtrack and we got together. So we've been chatting ever since, and I'm really excited to have her on to share her story and, and, you know, get the word out there about starting, starting strength Cincinnati. So Marie, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. And thanks so much for having me, Eric. I'm excited. I am too. So tell everybody a little bit about your journey into strength training first, and then we can go from there into starting strength and what's all happening now. Awesome. Well, for me personally, they're kind of just one and the same. I was one of the lucky few, I think, who have truly gotten into strength training by doing it the quote unquote correct way first. Um, When I was in college and I was looking for some kind of physical activity to keep me occupied, something to do, I went to, I think, Reddit first, the Our Fitness subreddit, and they were, I think they liked starting strength at that time. We go back and forth. And I kind of learned about the other basic barbells and kind of didn't pay much heed to it. But there's a finance professor at my school, St. Vincent College in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, who has his starting strength certification. And every at the beginning of every semester, he would offer, make an offer to students to come and just lift with him in the school gym when he does his lifts. And he'd coach you and you'd hang out with some of the other students and faculty that was just like a little group kind of formed. And so I was exposed very, very quickly to the barbell list, to a wide range of student athletes, to older faculty, to all sorts of different body types and aptitudes for strength. And in just helping each other out and encouraging each other, we kind of fell into this coaching position on its own and under the mentorship of Reculia came into my starting strength certification just very, very naturally over the last few years. How many students took him up on that offering when he said, hey, come and train with me? Was it, was it a lot? Did everybody jump up and say, I'm in? Surely not. There would be a, a lot initially, mm-hmm. and then only maybe one or two per semester who would stick it out. Yeah, like after, so, after like the yeah. first real heavy set of deadlifts and squats. Like, right, oh, it out. was either a... <laughs> this is too hard or the redundancy is not like me. I love it. I love like seeing the weight on the bar go up every single time. I was like, mm-hmm. this is awesome. But a lot of people didn't like the redundancy or oh, yeah. wanted overnight uh, results and things like that. Of course. Or wanted it to be easy. So yeah. Yeah. yeah the, 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 the redundancy thing to me has never been a big deal. I like the simplicity mm-hmm. of, of it. Even, even before I really got into starting strength and this methodology, I was still only training like a handful of, of, uh, movements anyway. Um, yep. 
And to me, I don't need a lot of variety. It doesn't, it almost aggravates me when more gets thrown at me. It's overcomplicated. It's overwhelming. Yeah. And then you don't really see progress. No. Yeah. Like they, with, yeah. with the lifts themselves. Right. So. Yeah. Too much variety just sometimes mm -hmm. can overcomplicate things. Yeah. So, so what, what, what was the, when can you, can you pinpoint a time then or the moment when you thought, I want to, I want to start pursuing the starting strength certification. When, when did that happen? What was going on in your life at the time? Um, how did that process unfold? So my whole college career, I just, I had no sense of direction. I was hopping majors like crazy from international business to political science to communications and nothing really. I was just in it to get a degree, not really in it because I knew what I wanted to do or was passionate about anything. But the more I left, the more I got into the more like, this is something like, this is what I want. I get up in the morning. I'm actually excited to go do it. Oh. And it was Raquelia who approached me in the gym one day when I walked in, just kind of like, I was taken aback because I was still waking up. And he came, I was like, Marie, like, this little girl, she said you were helping her with this squat issue. Have you ever thought about actually like pursuing this? And I was like, huh, maybe. And that's just, that's just kind of how it was. There wasn't some really great, like stars aligning kind of thing. It was a really natural progression. So. Yeah. And did you, so uh, like you said, you kind of fell into this the right way. So you never kind of had the mm -hmm. traditional journey of maybe flipping open the magazines and seeing the high repetition pink dumbbell workouts and things like that, that most women get exposed to right away because they're you know afraid to, to lift heavy weights. Right. I knew they existed. I knew that was what's popular, but uh, I always kind of just, I like to do a little bit of background, a little bit of research on just everything that I do first. And that very, very quickly took me to, it's not starting strength, which I think it did at one point. It took me to, you know, you want to focus on the barbell strength training. Like that's how you build muscle. That's how you get the form that you want. Right. Tone isn't a real thing. Right. You know, endless amounts of cardio aren't really going to help you build what you want to build. And um, so I never really had the experience of just slaving away on a treadmill for hours and hours. I never mm. had the um, lucky fortune <laughs> of, um, you know, getting possibly injured from doing something else or a lack of results from something else. Um, and in further research and further advancements of bar my interest in barbells in my career, I was always able to go back to starting strength and use that as like the foundation to compare other things oh, yeah. like, you know, the, a little BS test for things, if you will. And stuff like that. So I, I think that's always been kind of, and in my own coaching, if I go back to like experiment too much, like I always end up going back to the foundational text in starting strength and practical programming. Yeah. That, and that makes a lot of sense too, because I think when a lot of people start looking at why their program doesn't work, they get to take their program and then put it against 10,000 others, mm -hmm. you know, and all other sorts of look at type in another type of training method and, and then another, and then another. And so you have the foundation exactly. of, thing, of something that you know, that works time and time and time again, you know, mm -hmm. and it's because it's hard. It's because it's efficient. It's effective. You have to, you know, it's technique driven, it's effort driven. Um, Absolutely. If you don't get effort, then what do you have after it? So I, I always like to hear the perspective, <clears throat> excuse me, of, of women talking about why they should lift heavy weights because it's, it's so, I think it's becoming more mainstream um, in, in most circuits, thankfully. And I think it's, it's being, 
that's proven by so many other starting strength gyms, you know, uh, popping up all over the country. That's one, that's one way. And, you know, there's weightlifting taking off being, being more popular, more people are at least talking about it. If you're in, you know, a gym setting, people are more aware of it. It's not just bodybuilding, but when you are approached by, by someone, let's just say around, around your age, um, and they're talking about wanting to get stronger, wanting to be healthier. How does that conversation unfold? Like, what are some of the things that you tell people? Because I'm sure it's intimidating, at least, I mean, it's for me, and I'm not even in the setting that you're in all the time. Um, when I introduce somebody to, to a squat or deadlift, a bench press and press, maybe not so much, but those other two lifts, people are a little hesitant, male and female. But um, how does that, how does, how do you approach those conversations? So I, I do agree. I think it is becoming more and more mainstream for women to not be scared of the weight sections of the gym. I think it's being, um, you know, everyone's suggesting it, everyone's encouraging it. They're seeing so many health benefits in terms of, you know, the importance of, you know, m- muscle building in terms of uh, bone density, right. uh, overall health, all that stuff. Um, but there's still no real, like, system no medical professionals really tell you what what to look for what to do right so when they come to me and it's barbells it's like oh you know still sometimes they consider machines or just dumbbells and barbells that's that's a little intimidating i can't do that that's no one really thinks not no one but there's a lot there's not as many women who come from i'm scared the scared to get bulky angle anymore i see that um not really um, yeah, I don't get approached with that very much anymore. Okay. What it is now is just an just inability, their own confidence, their own ability, uh, doubt yeah. of their uh, where they're starting with their physical prowess or injuries or things like that. So the approach right now is that it is safe that you can do. There's a starting point for everyone. Right. In my gym, we have the five pound aluminum bar. We have a fifteen pound bar. We have a uh, 33 pound bar, you know, there's, and down to like quarter pound place, there's a starting place for everybody. And that does really seem encouraging. I think there might be something to it also coming from a woman as well. Yeah. Um, and so you just start there. And a lot of the times, uh, starting by just having that, like, um, like, look, deadlift's not that scary. How many times have you deadlifted your child? We can start from like, right. Like you pick them up. We can start from that like 20 pounds or however much you weigh. It's like, that's not scary. You did that how many times a day? Without even thinking about it. Yeah. Without even thinking about that. It's like, oh, that, that's true. That's true. And that just kind of, that kind of clicks. And the barbell is way more ergonomical than a screaming little child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, that, that's that's it. No, that, that's interesting. I think, um, and I think you're right. That the different, the presence of it coming from a woman, um, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. The so you mentioned your gym in there. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So uh, currently, my husband and I own Red Iron Barbell in Central Utah, Salina, Utah. We're right dead center, the heart of the state. Uh, there's not much around except for desert and our gym, and it is an old school black iron gym. Lots of squat racks. Lots of dumbbells and platforms, and we have a nice little membership. Um, we work with the soccer, local soccer team at the high school. We just had 
a 15 year old take three state records at the US USPA powerlifting uh, meet. And uh, yeah, it's our, it's our little gem in the desert. I'm going to be sad to leave it, but I'm looking forward to things in Ohio. Yeah. About two years, I think. Yeah. Over two years. My husband had it before I did. It was just in his basement before I moved out here. And as um, we just kind of nurtured it and grew bit by bit, we progressed and it needed its own space. Had to move yeah. out of the gym, out of the basement. And it's been, it's been a pretty cool experience owning my own gym, so. Yeah, I bet. And it's, it's, it's gonna be a different transition for you, right? It's probably a little bit yeah. different setup um, with the Starting Strength um, affiliate, but like what, so let's talk about your, 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 your steps into, into starting strength then your roles now and how you got into the, the position you're in. So you, you're already, you're already in the, the, the threshold of, um, working within starting strength, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, um, when my husband and I were first talking about, okay, because I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, well, my okay. husband is still from Utah and we were talking about, okay, so where do we want to settle down? I was actually t- um, thinking about taking an interview with those when the starting strength gyms were just um, the first few were just getting up and running. So they were looking for a starting strength coach for Denver. And that was kind of when I first started looking into this was before our gym had expanded. And I was kind of looking into possibly taking an interview there and moving to Denver. And that's where I started to learn more about the idea behind the franchise gyms. Um, and then that just kind of sat in the back of my mind for a while. We opened our gym and it's more of a freestyle um, black iron gym. It's not stringent classes with not everyone does the starting strength method like it out of these gyms. Um, and I, I think that that's an awesome setup and there's definitely a need for that in addition to the starting strength gyms. But I still like to coach. I wasn't co- not coaching as much there as I like to, at least in the starting strength method as much as I want. Okay. So I was still doing um, online coaching as well as the starting strength prep course being mentored there, which is, um, it's a self-guided course um, that people sign up and there are assignments on how, how to become a coach. It's a progression it's like that. It has a lot of the science background as well as the practical coaching aspects, but it's all, it's all online. There's not much in person there as well. So um, because we had starting strength Denver in the back of my mind for a while, we were watching these gyms progress more. There have been lots of conversations with me and my husband about like, um, do we want to either get in on this by investing in our own franchise or do you want to coach out of one? Um, Is this something that uh, we talked a lot about it with the guys at Asgard with the guys at starting strength gyms for over a year. Um, but nothing ever seemed like the right time or the right location. Hmm. And then, um, with the last like bundle that were announced, we're just like, let's do it. Let's take an interview. Let's take a few interviews. What can it hurt with no location in mind specifically. And, um, so it's time for a change. Let's take these interviews. I talked to Luke. And I think we really, really hit it off. And we talked about how like 
the interest in Cincinnati has just been crazy. We talked about um, locations and his passion for starting strength and getting people strong. And I think it was just, just a really awesome matchup. Yeah, it's a, it seems like a pretty good fit. And Luke's such a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, his, his mind and heart's in the right place. So it's, I mean, especially when you're bringing something, it's different than opening like a, um, like an orange theory or something. Yeah, yes, you want to help somebody, but this is bringing this is bringing so much more to the table. I feel like, and I won't go I won't go down that road. I, I mm-hmm. think I've done that a thousand times on the podcast. But um, no, this is this you know, and obviously this is going to be a big benefit, you know for this area and for you guys, it seems like and you, you and your family. Mm-hmm. So um, your journey to Cincinnati, you're, you, when this is being recorded, this, it is March 31st, right? On, and so we are, you're not here yet. No. <laughs> when, when, what's the timeline look like um, for you guys? I know you're going to visit soon, right? Yes, the goal is to visit soon. But honestly, right now with my husband working online and with the gym in good hands um, and the housing, the housing market the way it is, it could mm-hmm. be a move like any time we're ready to go. Um, the plan is to be early summer. Early summer. There, so. Okay, yeah. cool. Awesome. Um, so <laughs> I, I posted something about uh, Skyline and, uh, what, <laughs> and, and Gold Star. Uh, and I, and I, I knew either, either I thought she's done her research and she knows what she's walking into, or she's like, I have no idea what that means. So <laughs> have you, have you researched it yet since you. So I think from Utah and from, I think some of the other guys in Cincinnati who yeah. had a little chuckle at my expense. Um, it's two different brands of chili over spaghetti. Yeah. Right. Here's my here's my beef, no pun intended, with this whole thing because I'm I'm a I'm a transplant also. I'm from the St. Louis area originally, and I first had it when. So my college roommate actually, I think he has relatives in this area, and uh, he always talked about like Skyline Chili, Skyline Chili. When we find out when I was moving here, he was like, "Oh man, you gotta next time you come back in town, like bring me some so you can because you can buy it at like Kroger in, in a can." Okay. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll bring you back. So I bought him like a case, whatever. So I, when I first moved over here, I lived in Northern Kentucky, which is actually where uh-huh. I am now, but I lived right down the street from one. And so I'm like, you know what? I lived by myself at the time. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try this. So I grab some, bring it back to the apartment. I open it up and I'm like, what am I looking at? Like, I don't even know what this is. And it's exactly what you said. It's like cinnamon based chili on top of spaghetti. And look, it's not like it's the worst thing you're ever going to eat. Okay. But, but when you, if you go into it with an open mind, I think you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. And I'm on, there might be a little bit of wiggle room in between. I lean towards the no thank you side of things. Because <laughs> there have been a lot of people building this up. It's, since, since that post. Like. It's one of the <laughs> biggest, it's one of the bigger things in, I mean, it, it's, it's, yeah, it, you're, you're, you're either you're in or you're out of the whole style of chili. And then it comes down to what do you like? Do you like gold star or do you like skyline? And there's no like, Oh, I like both. You can't do that. No. no. Understood. Understood. No. So I'd be, right. I'm, that, so I'm excited to see what happens when all that takes place, but um, the pressure is there. The pressure. Right. Yeah. The pressure is definitely <laughs> there. Um, so 
okay, let's let's say you're you're you talked about your husband working online. Is that mm-hmm. is that associated with with the gym still? Is that online coaching or is that is he is he doing other? He does else? a little bit of online coaching, but he works right now for online great books. He's the COO um, with okay. Scott Hambray. Yeah, nice. And yeah. So he, he does that and he does a lot of support and technological help behind the scenes for that, as well as leading seminars. And so he's, it's awesome. gets to be home with the kids. He gets to do his other, he gets to do the gym stuff as well. And yeah, it gives us the opportunity to be flexible with our move. So that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, another thing that you're going to have to deal with, I guess, I'm sure you're a Pittsburgh fan. I'm Steeler, sure. Steelers yes, fan. Yes. Right, take take it easy. Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's I mean? How? Because you can't obviously like on game day, you can't walk into your gym. Oh, wearing, I can't. Walk no. in with, with a. Because here's my my issue is I'm my gym, like, a sports bar anywhere. <laughs> well, there's there's plenty of um, Steelers gyms all across the nation, so you'll be able to find them. In, in, nation. Yeah, in Cincinnati, there's one. I can't remember the name of it, but I had a, I have a buddy who's from Pittsburgh. He moved back to Pittsburgh, but he took me to this place. I've never mm-hmm. seen anything like it before. And now I'm not a Bengals fan. I'm, I'm, okay. but, but I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan. And so I don't like walk into the gym that I work in with like Cardinals gear on game day. Tomorrow's actually opening day, <laughs> and Cincinnati takes mm-hmm. opening day very seriously. So for, for baseball. So, um, you know, I don't walk in here with, and, and actually the Cardinals are going to be coming to town. So I'm like, I'm already pumped. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. But I'm not going to walk in here like a jerk with, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, that's, that's not, that's not smart. I don't want to get mugged going to my car. I'm not going to disrespect <laughs> people here. So, right. um, but yeah, that's going to be a big adjustment for you. You need to yeah. keep that Roethlisberger stuff under wraps. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to be a huge deal though. I like repping starting strength Cincinnati more than the Steelers. So. Okay, that's that's <laughs> good. Nice job. <laughs> so it's uh, what what are what's been what's been the feedback and the uh, the interest in in to, in total of of people coming? Do you know around about what memberships going to look like or the interest level? You guys, you and Luke, talk about that. Yeah, well, there's an early interest list on the website that you can sign up for. It's not memberships aren't open yet. I think they're going to wait until there's a solidified opening day for that, which is still we're still like in final lease negotiations. Things are exciting. There's going to I'm sure that there's going to be an opening date very, very soon. So um, no memberships are available for sale yet, but there is an early interest list. And that's over 100 people nice. right now, awesome. Awesome. which awesome. is exciting because I think membership, um, you know, classes if that's true classes would be completely full pretty much at capacity or or fast approaching that which is really exciting really awesome and then you know within the starting strength community there's just been so much excitement and so much support which is one of the things I I love about it so um, I really want to bring that excitement and that support to the culture of the gym itself once it's open that kind of welcoming encouragement um you know, like gym intimidation kind of thing. I think it's going to be really awesome. <laughs> I think it is too. And I think that, I think that's unique because the, um, the, at least from what I've seen online with the, with the starting strength affiliates, like, or, or the starting strength uh, gyms is, you know, people kind of, I'm sure there's going to be a handful of people who, who don't really know, like maybe off the street, but if you, if you're signing up for something like that, you kind of know what to expect and you know, the energy to mm-hmm. bring, and I think there's going to be that camaraderie right off the bat is going to be just to be a part of something new to begin with. And then something that's going to be life-changing down the road. I don't think there's mm-hmm. going to be a problem with that at all. And, and it seems, you know, 
you, you've kind of been there, you've done that, you know how to build yeah. something, right? That, that all mm-hmm. takes, that all takes into account. And it's not like we're just, we're bringing strength to Ohio. Ohio is known for having very, very strong right. gyms already. And so that's nothing, but I'm excited to bring it to kind of the everyday person that that's not normally accessible to. Right. Um, you know, that's kind of what starting strength is known for is more of a general population approach, not necessarily the athletic. We do that too, but this is just, this is for everybody. We know strength is for everybody. So I'm really, really excited to bring in that aspect. Yeah. I like, I like when, yeah, absolutely. And I like when you hear, uh, like specifically Ripito talk about, you know, I don't care about um, anybody else except for, he's like, he, he'll, he'll, one thing that, that sticks in my mind is he, he, he says, I don't care about the power lifter. I care about mm-hmm. the, the, exactly. the 80 year old grandma, the 50 year old mom, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, and that's what, I mean, th- those are the people right now in the big bulk of our population who need the most help. And they need something, exactly. they need something simplified. They need something easily accessible, easy to understand, and not a lot of fluff. And that delivers results. Absolutely. You know, like you talked about the bone density, you know, the sarcopenia, the muscle loss, all of those things that need yeah. to be honed in. That's, that's what it's about. And, and I, think, exactly. I think that coming to an area like this, um, I hope it's not the only one you know, in Ohio eventually, you know, I know Luke has dreams mm-hmm. of, you know, opening more up. So I, wish him the best of luck. And, um, but yeah, I think, I think this is going to be fun. And when you, whenever you guys do come to town, you know, make sure you, make sure you let me know. And I want to be a part of it. I might, I might bring my own food to, to each, to each place. (laughs) I I might not be able to stomach, but I'll watch you choke it down. (laughs) Fair enough. I'll um, pay my dues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what it's gonna be like. It's like paying dues <laughs> over and over, at least for the next couple of hours. Um, awesome. This has been great, Marie. I, I just I wanted to get your story out there, introduce you to people. I know by the time this releases in the next couple of months, um, you know we're gonna be further along down the road. So hopefully, as this gets closer to the release date, um, you know more more cool things are gonna be happening. But in the meantime, if people want to get a hold of you learn more about you and what's happening starting strength. Uh, where's the best place to reach you? Uh, right now, my Instagram at Marie underscore barbell. Okay. Perfect. Or, and thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to come and chat and promote the gym a little bit. This is, this has been awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, this is, this has been great. I know, I know you've got another um, podcast coming out soon too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? And I can right. look at the show notes. Yep. So this will be in the Starting Strength uh, YouTube and podcast, I believe, an interview with Ina. And it is about careers in with the Starting Strength gym. She's doing a little series on that. Okay, awesome. And I'll be able able to, I'll link that so people can check that out too. So Marie, have have a great rest of your day and, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for hopping on. You too. Thanks, Eric.